Yo, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the first of many um, podcasts, the Life in the Woods podcast. Life by the Woods. Life by the Woods podcast. <laughs> um, and just to let you guys know, we're going to be changing this uh, podcast name to uh, Destined for Wealth because we're going to be talking to a lot of individuals, whether it be with mindset, money. Uh, money, wealth, health, health. <laughs> um, like she said, she repeated over and over again in our first podcast. So this is actually our second podcast. Correct. So uh, she talked about love because she's gonna want to talk about love. Yeah, but you're gonna want to talk about it. You're more romantic than I am. When it comes to movies, I don't know about if I'm that romantic. Maybe, you need, maybe you need to work on that. I think the best romantic <laughs> thing that I ever did was when I surprised you at our engagement. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell that story another time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but hey, you guys, I am super excited because we have a special guest in the house. Literally in the house. In the, like, it, literally in our house. Like, he, he's, uh, let me just give you guys a little background on this gentleman. Um, I met him a few years ago, like four or five years ago. What? And um, we'll, we'll get that time. He'll verify that. But um, you know those people you meet and they instantly like become like family, brotherhood. Yeah, you have that connection. You have that connection like instantly. You're like, this is my people. Yeah, this is my dude. <laughs> like when I first met him, I was like, man, this is my dude right here. And, and, and I knew that we were going to be good friends and then we became good friends and then um, the key point is, is, ladies and gentlemen, is that most people think that friendship and brotherhood is earned when you initially meet somebody. You actually have to know the person for years because if you're not fucking with that individual, you know. Oh, um, we're doing it like that. Okay. Hey, it's our podcast. It's, a, it's unfiltered. <laughs> it's our podcast, you know. All right. Um, Game one. I don't want to, like, be totally belligerent, <laughs> but at the same time, I want to speak freely. I mean, yeah. you know, if the NFL players have to, uh, if they can't kneel, at least somebody be able to speak up on their own podcast. So yeah. I just want to let you guys know there will be cursing sometime on our podcast. And if you don't like it, uh, Bye-bye. you can go to a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but let me get back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, this gentleman, um, a few years ago, I was making a substantial amount of money. Um, and he, we, we, yeah, I am married. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about that. Another <laughs> Which is, well, no, no. What, what yours is mine. Okay. And so <laughs> I was with this particular company making about seventy, sixty thousand $60,000 a month. This gentleman left my organization and when he left, he started doing something that, that at first I was very negligent to, um, closed minded. I was actually the opposite. Uh, you were. That, that's a good intrigued. point. She was intrigued. And this gentleman uh, set out on a path in the past two, three years. He's uh, helped uh, not only myself venture into what we're going to be talking about, but without further ado, I want to, I want everybody to uh, give my man, uh, Mr. Darwin Scott, a round of applause. Is that, that's me. Okay. <laughs> so, what's up, 
What's up? What's hey, up? Hey, wait a minute. So, while we're on this podcast, do you, would you like to be called uh, Mr. Scott? Mr. Uh, Darwin, Mr. Bell. Oh, uh, Professor Stacks. Bef- oh, I like that. Professor Stacks. That's actually your Instagram handle. So if you following my boy or you want to follow my boy, you know, uh, let's uh, follow him, him on, Instagram. on Instagram or Snapchat. Mm-hmm. At Profe- Darwin, Scott. Darwin Scott on Snapchat mm-hmm. and Professor Stacks on Instagram. And I'm about to switch that. I'm about to switch it to Professor Stacks as well on Instagram. So if you can't find me. On Snap, but, on yeah, Snap. Yeah, yeah. If you can't find me on Instagram, just hit me up on Snap at Professor Stacks. All right, so real quick, tell everybody like how you and I met because, you know, there's always two sides of the story and, and I kind of just tell from my point of view, but you kind of tell everybody. All right, first, like, like Omar was saying, Omar was making a lot of money and uh, I had drove down from Oklahoma to Dallas to one of their meetings. And at the time, you know, I was just, you know, how you just show up to the meeting. Like, <laughs> I was basically nobody. So when I got in the meeting, I actually met Omar in a big circle. He was leading the group, you know, getting everybody together. And uh, it was just one of those things like, yo, what's up, man? But it was nothing major because I wasn't doing anything. All right. Some time passed by. Uh, I end up actually joining that company, like, I think like a month or two later. Yeah. And... Uh, as soon as I got in, I started putting a lot, of, a, a few people in, not like a lot of people. And Omar started messing with me. He's like, "Oh, let's, <laughs> you know, let's get on these meetings. Let's pump it. Let's get things going." And uh, right. from that point on, we've been pretty much cool since. Yeah. And um, so when you you were with that company at previous company, we're not going to name. But but what did you do when you left the company, the uh, Jews company? <laughs> I went to hell. <laughs> you you stopped praying. You went to hell. Yeah, and uh, like what I mean by that is like I went to like a I went through a hard point in a time in my life to where I was pretty much broke uh, completely, and I I kind of left some income over there, but um, I had to find something I truly loved and something I was truly passionate about. So I just sat down and I was going through a hard time, and I I wanted to know I wanted to learn something that nobody could take away from me I wanted to learn a skill that no matter what happened I could still be able to make money without depending on another person and so um, I was literally locked Not I don't want to say locked but I stayed from like partying going out clubbing for like two and a half years because I wanted to learn this craft so so bad this skill that we're going to be talking about keep so, in mind you're how old like 26 I was 26 at the time yeah oh nice so let, let me like I know you said that you found it but what exactly did you do like what was the mindset behind you making it out of that hard time like when you were at your lowest point what, what was you? what motivated you to to get going and start <sighs> climbing out of that that hole, that six uh, foot hole. So it's a lot of things. A lot of things. At, at that time, I actually had my uh, firstborn, my son, and uh, you know, just to see him not being able to, like, being without or anything like that, kind of like put that fuel in me to really just hone in and focus in on one single thing and one single path, and and that helped me within itself. Like, not and and besides, I come, I come from a um. 
a low income background. You know, I really didn't have much growing up. And I know that if I don't bust my ass, the generation, right. the next generation probably won't have anything either. Right. So it's kind of like uh, I'm putting myself out there on the line. I, I Like I said, I stayed locked up for like two years focusing just on this craft. In his house. Let's keep In the house. Yeah. yeah. Not like in jail or anything <laughs> like that. But really just focusing, like I said, no partying and, and the bigger picture thing. The mindset is what kind of impact can you make on this earth before you leave? Mm. Like so many people are, I feel like so selfish towards themselves and it's all about me, all about me. But you guys got to realize, yes, it is about you. But once you focus on you and you're starting to like see yourself grow, spread that same energy into the next person so that they can grow as well. And that's what's making it. That's what my mindset is towards this whole thing is to truly, truly make an impact. And it's not about the money. It, it truly is about the freedom and being able to do whatever the hell you want. Like like we've been experiencing this whole entire right. week. Right. Like, <laughs> and that's what it's about. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up that point because, you know, I think I was on the cusp of being a millennial. And then I think you had a generation. I, I was somewhere merged with the Generation X. And then you married a millennial. And then I, I married a millennial. <laughs> but I'm glad you said that because... The millennial and the generation generational Z, um, which is your son Ty, yeah. is is a part of the Generation Z category. And the Generation Z category, like you can already see it. Like uh, I don't know how Ty is, but my niece, she's three years old, same age, and um, she, because she's learned how to communicate and watch a tablet or a television, she's almost insensitive to to touch she's insensitive to like emotion um she constantly has to be busy like there's something has to be going on to where she's so i think with the millennial the millennials have gotten this you know because and i'm not trying to say anything about the presidential uh president obama because i loved obama i also like Donald Trump as well. That's something else we can get into. Uh, I don't have any hate on Donald Trump. I, I, I I'm we still a lot of money. I'm, <laughs> I'm still rich. <laughs> We're still so uh, you know. Um, but back to what you were saying. You know, I think it's deeper because you were talking about busting your ass, and you got to bust your ass for the next generation. Do are you doing that for all the millennials and the next generational Z's or are you doing it to show your son like this is the way it's supposed to be? Uh, I'm doing it for all. You know, e- even though, you know, I love my son to death, but um, you do have to make an impact not only on your your, your own family, but everybody. You got to think about it. everybody is your family. Right. Everybody in the world is your family. Everybody in the world has a heartbeat. You know, as long as they have a heartbeat, as long as they have a mind... You, they are considered family if you think of it that way. And so all millennials and, mm-hmm. and doing that, like I feel like this right here, what we have right here, since it's already a technology-based world now, this right here will really free up some people. So really free up some people so they can think for themselves. And I'm glad you said that because that's a great segue and that, that was totally not scripted. But we're <laughs> going to get right into what we are talking about Um, So I left that company and went to a uh, company that educated you on Forex. And at at this particular time, 
um, when my guy to the right, Mr. Darwin Scott, left uh, that particular juice company, we uh, he started telling me because I was making a load of money. And, you know, you can always try to play the butterfly effect, right? You can always say, man, I wish I would have listened to you. Mm -hmm. um, because, but at the same time, um, not to bring spirituality into this, but, you know, there's a right reason. God does everything for a reason, right? So, without further ado, I found out how money was made uh, this, no, last year. We found yeah. out how money was. And this was at the months, ladies and gentlemen, of my wife. So my wife uh, decided to go online and, and, and do YouTube, this. YouTube, all YouTube, YouTube, all these videos. I would get into like Google uh, wormholes of like just deeper information. And then you just get more and more confused because you were just Googling. That would lead you to the next Google. And it's just like right. it got way more confusing. But I was trying. Yeah, was she trying. was trying. <laughs> so she was actually like, uh, like, doing forex without any knowledge or or not even looking at the right people so it's almost like being blindfolded uh walking down a, a, yeah a six i had no idea street. what i was doing i knew Busy i set street. up a demo account i didn't really know what that meant and then i would just like click buy and sell <laughs> so so ladies and gentlemen i started in this company and and uh i knew my guy was doing it and he said hey you know i i think that you should take one of my courses and um you know, I took it last year in October, um, and then, um, you know, fast forward to now because I, I, I can get into it. I came into the house really tired because I was recruiting for that educational company. I wasn't learning the actual skill that everybody talks about. Everybody talks about learning the skill. And, and Darwin and I used to get into brotherly arguments all the time about how, you know, some of those guys over there aren't are not real traders they don't have that real trader life it's more of a network marketing or marketing style life right mm -hmm. and so i decided to you know i came in one day and and this is gonna be a really funny short story my wife would tell some of it but i came in one day after in a long meeting and I lay on the ground. I laid on the sofa. Yeah. And I said, that would have been I a really said, long day. I laid on the ground. I laid on the ground. <laughs> I, I laid on the sofa, and my wife asked me to do something simple, and I I responded to her. I said, "Man, uh, I'm tired." I'll hell. do it later. Oh, I'll do it later, right? <laughs> and then what did you say? Yeah. So he, I asked him to do something simple, and he said, "I'll, I'll do it later." And he wasn't doing anything at the time. So I didn't understand why he couldn't do it then. So I just, something in me, I wanted to like hit him in the chest, like hit him where it hurts. And because we've been together for so long, we've been together for 10 years. I know how to really like get under his buttons. skin. Yeah. So I just looked at him and I said, your lack of drive blows my mind. And then I just stopped talking. And he, you could literally like see the, the blood boiling in him. And he like <laughs> looked at me and he told me, I don't know what he said, but I was just like looked back. I knew what I was well, doing I know the what whole I time. Said in my mind. Yeah, he probably said some bad things <laughs> in his mind, and I was like, "Oh well." I mean, and so he got up like right after that, and he literally cleaned the entire kitchen, sat down, and started trading. I, I immediately called up the man to my right, and he he didn't know about that part because we didn't tell him. But I immediately <laughs> called him up and I said, "Bro, let's go. Let's start." Uh, you know, let's start trading together. Let's start looking at some charts. I want to be your prodigy, and um, I need you to mentor me. 
um, on on doing this. And I'm gonna tell you guys real quick. I'm gonna let him get into it. But uh, my first ten days of trading, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to hear me very clearly when I say this. I took one thousand dollars to over ten grand in ten days. Ten days, ladies and gentlemen. Sitting on the couch, half of it was sometimes in bed, like getting on the charts in bed or like looking at your trades live literally like did not change his t-shirt i mean he took a shower but then he put the same t-shirt back <laughs> on because he can get into that here in a second why he was doing that but like it was just at home making money we've always made money but he's always had to leave the house or if we go out to dinner you always feel like you get a server and you're like, oh, I have to peek them for my business, which is almost like you can't even enjoy the moment because right. in the back of your head, you're like, I got to peek this person. Right. So I've seen him do that for 10 years and now it's just like so refreshing to know that he doesn't have to talk to anybody. He doesn't have to like, we can go to a restaurant and I don't have to be embarrassed for him to peek the server <laughs> every single time. Like, hey, do you do anything else outside of serving? They're like, they know it's coming. They right. already know it's happening. So it feels good to like finally make money on our own and for him to just be relaxed and in his element and not have to deal with people because it's it gets exhausting dealing with people. <laughs> yeah, and, and and she's completely right. So I learned I'm learning this. I'm still this is one thing about this skill, ladies and gentlemen. You will never learn this skill. You will only evolve with this skill. So when people say, Oh, I've learned it, I've learned this company, this and that, you don't actually learn the you, can't, skill. You, can't, you can't master it. Like, it's like painting. You can never master painting you, and be like, I'm done with painting. Let me do something else. It just doesn't happen. You have to evolve with the skill. So my first question to my man is, Darwin, what is Forex? Uh, Explain to the people, my man. Forex is just a short term for foreign exchange. And to keep things simple, you simply exchange money for money. So a lot of times it's economies versus economies. So it'd be like the US dollar versus the Canadian dollar. And your job is to decipher, is it ready to buy or is it ready to sell? And that's where I come in and lay down some expertise. I'm not an expert by the way, <laughs> but like they said, it's always a growing thing, but um, that's pretty much what Forex is. You're just exchanging your money for other money. And you're profiting in that, and a lot <laughs> at times. <laughs> it's funny because uh, when we were in the recruiting side of trading, we uh, were trying to peak people, and we said, "Oh, we're doing foreign exchange." So when kind of like when you go to a different country and you exchange your money, and one person actually said, "Oh, well, you're only going to make pennies off of that," and hmm. I mean. Yeah, we're making pennies, but it's like a I'll, lot. It's a I'll lot take of pennies. Ten thousand pennies in ten days. Like, <laughs> so it's funny. People don't realize how much money can be made in the market. What are some of your strengths when you're looking at the charts? And real quick, so for a new person, that's. I mean, I don't want you to give too much uh, away. You can go to Trading Academy, uh, Trade Global Academy dot com um, after this. Okay. Yes, I just. Put in a plug for my man. <laughs> um, but um, what when just first of all, describe charts, right? To the new person that's listening. And and then the second question would be, what are some of the things that you see strength wise for a, a new trader, trader or experienced trader? Strength wise. Um, and explaining the charts. Okay, so a chart. A chart is something that 
um, similar to a graph. I mean, it is a graph. It's, it's giving you data. It's giving you data of what price is actually doing. It's giving you price points. Our job is on those charts is to break those charts down and see if price is low or see if price is high. Is price ready to buy or is price ready to sell? So that's what the chart is. We really are simply just reading. It's like reading a book, but you're reading price instead of actual words. That's the only difference. And so how would they, like, a new person learn price? Uh, You can learn price by going to tradeglobalacademy.com. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were prepared, bro. <laughs> that's how you can learn how to read price. Um, but trying to describe this whole skill... Um, over this podcast alone is like trying to give a haircut over the phone. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be impossible. But um, oh, and, I, and I said that second question the wrong way. What are some of your strengths? Like, what do you look for when you are looking at the charts? Um, I look for certain things. I look for certain things like uh, trend line breaks. I look for things like um, certain patterns, certain harmonic patterns certain um levels of structure it's just a few things there's so many things that you actually do look for but i mean it's a lot but you have to like combine it all and make it one um so that was that's a lot of information so if that was over your head what would you say people need like what what in their personality do they need to be able to be a trader um you got <laughs> <laughs> First of all, first of all, I'm going to tell you guys, if you think you are some badass person, if you think you're a hardcore person, I'm telling you this market will humble you. It will sit you down on your ass and I promise you that. So to come into this, you have to be open-minded and you have to be willing to learn a whole different language. And um like I mean there's it's it's not um I'm not trying to make anything seem like it's complicating because it's not. It's actually a simple concept. But the hardest part about it is psychology, is yourself. It's looking yourself in the mirror and asking yourself, are you seeing what you're seeing? Are you seeing it's ready to buy or are you seeing it's ready to sell? I mean, it's that. I don't. Yeah, I from what I've answer. seen, it's just got to be a person that just won't give up, that won't quit. That's someone that doesn't so, want to take the easy route because we've exactly. seen that too many times. And if you're in this to only make money, then it's not for you. I mean, there's tons of ways to make quick money, trust me, especially females. You know, you can get a quick buck real fast, right? But you really <laughs> want to learn the skill of trading and not just go for the money, right? You see somebody, you know, you might see someone living a crazy lifestyle and they're a trader and you just want to do it just so you can have that lifestyle. It's not about that. You got to really want to go after the skill and learn it. And so the next question is what's the mindset that, a normal, you know, would you consider yourself a pro at this right now? A little bit better than the Joe? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, um, I would have to. Yeah, so if you're saying you're a pro, right? So um, my next question is, is what does one's mindset have to be when, like for example, if if you have a let's let's talk about the one let's talk about the person that has the job okay mm -hmm. uh the second person would be like a stay-at-home mom mm -hmm. right uh the third person like will business owner would be a business owner right so let's start with the person that has the job what type of mindset would they have to have if they were going to try to make 
some real hardcore extra cash and I work they work a nine to five right mm-hmm. what's the mindset they they need to have to succeed and getting uh making trading work for and, them. and you you're gonna have to have a strong fucking mindset I mean there's no there's no uh there's no way around it and I'll tell you uh I was working a lot of people don't know this but I was working and where I worked at was like four miles away from my house at the time I did not have a vehicle and I would work 10 to 12 hours a day. I was welding and trading. I was still trying to make it work. It was my passion. I was coming home studying everything. So every single morning at 3 a.m., I had to be there by 6. At every single morning at 3 a.m., I would wake up. I would jog to work three, three and a half, four miles mm. every single morning. I would sprint because I didn't like walking. <laughs> and I show up there fucking sweaty as shit, already tired, going to the bathroom, change my clothes, come out. And get to work at six o'clock, um, and wow. I and, and I would leave around like three thirty, four o'clock, and, and it would usually take me like thirty minutes to do it. But I would show up like at least thirty minutes to an hour early at times, so I get a little rest. But in that point, in that time, I was resting. I was on my fucking charts. I was on my cell phone, in the in the cafeteria, looking at my charts, looking for setups, looking for moves, because I was still actively trading right. the whole entire time, and um. Yeah, just that mindset is you just have to freaking want it. Like you don't, you have to have no excuses at all. No matter how much, no matter how many times you lose, you have to keep getting back up and not take it as a loss and take it as a lesson. So leaving work, I would come home, I would shower up, and then boom, I'm studying again. I'm studying until it's time to go to bed. I would go to bed around like 1 a.m wake back up at 3.30 again and do it all over again five to six days a week until I actually started um, hitting my first like 1K days. Then I was right. like, okay, started calling in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I started calling in like, cause I'll make 1K before like 7 a.m. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean like, like how many minutes or? Uh, a lot of times like when I'm sitting, when I run to work, I show up like around five, five twenty. I go to the cafeteria, look, see if I can see some setups. I will set my orders, and then boom, I will check my phone a lot while I'm at work. <laughs> I will pull out. I'm constantly on it, and then boom, and uh, like sometimes around eight a.m. I start at six. Around eight a.m. Sometimes I've already made a thousand bucks while I'm sitting at work. And a lot of times I would just sit to myself and be like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> like, why am I here? What am I doing? Right, you just, want, you just made, uh, made five figures and five yeah, figures. You made people's four almost figures. like bi-weekly check and then a couple no, of I mean, hours. No, yeah. when I say five, I mean like you made five digits, you know, that day. Like you made a thousand dollars, you know, like that's... <laughs> Um, <laughs> that would be four digits. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's already on the fact we've been making ten thousand. So yeah, you don't, yeah, he's already made <laughs> so, <laughs> Yes, seven digits is soon soon to come. Um, and comparatively to the 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 stay at home mom and the business owner, let's just kind of bring them all all together. Like like. The business owner is probably putting in extra, extra time. If they're a real true entrepreneur, they're probably mm-hmm. all playing golf somewhere. But let's think about that stay-at-home single mom. I feel like all three of them have excuses. I have a job. Yeah. I always work. It's, I'm a mom. I have a kid. No, no. So that's my point. Like, what do you say to 
those like how do you combat all of those different excuses for ones that that don't want to do it i mean well make excuses not to do it i mean uh, the person that makes the excuse not to do it you got to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself how bad do you really want it because mm-hmm. if you're making the excuse you don't fucking want it you just don't you don't as soon as the excuses are dropped then you'll start to see um, the results that you've been looking for as soon as excuses are dropped then you'll start putting in the chart time that you should have been putting in the whole time anyway you'll sacrifice going out to go into the club going out to the bar going to do this going to do that and really hone in and really focus on this craft like guys you guys don't even understand I'm experiencing a whole new life here you know <laughs> like for real and it's, it's, it's like um, it's really eye opening and it's making me more creative as I go along with this thing. Like as I'm seeing and being able to live every single day with no worries, wake up when I want to, know that the team is eating, know that I am eating, everybody is fucking eating. You just you look at life a whole in a whole different view now. Right. Like it's just crazy. And I, I I'm I'm just saying this to if you're just getting started, this is the path. I'm telling you, this is the path. It's probably the toughest path ever when it comes to personal. Like, looking yourself in the mirror is probably the toughest thing ever. But once you get over that hump, I promise you, promise you, life will truly begin. And and this is still only the beginning. You said I was a pro. Um, I've been doing it two and a half years. And, and to the pros, the experts, I'm still considered a rookie, guys. A rookie. Mm-hmm. There's guys that have been in it 10, 20 years, you know, and... I'm still in the beginning stages, and I can only imagine five to ten years from now. I think that's what makes you a good trader is because you're able to admit that you still have room to grow versus there are some people that get started trading and think that they know everything after a week. They went through a few webinars, and they know how to trade, and they know, like, oh, you don't have to tell me anything. I'm not going to pay for this. I'm not going to do that. Like, I know what I'm doing, and that's actually ends up later on down the road biting them because they realize, yeah. Yeah, so with that being said, um, what is some of the, the first, wait a minute, what's the biggest risk and some of the mistakes that people make when they first start? Let's just say I made my first, you know, I put in, uh, let's use 500 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. I put in my 500 bucks and right then and there, I shoot up and I make 2500 uh $2,500. What is some of the risk that people start doing and and taking when their account gets that large? And what is some of the biggest mistakes that one can make in that transition? Um, first of all, I would say if you took 500 to 2500 and it was your very first time, meaning you just <laughs> basically made $2,000 in a single trading day, I would tell a person to calm down and really just sit down and think about what the hell you just did that is amazing so a lot of times people the risk the messed up thing they'll do is they hit 2000 and they're like oh man i gotta do it again (laughs) oh man this is i just made this much imagine what i can make they're getting too greedy greed plays one of the biggest things in trading so what Um, should they do should they just Close the computer, close, close their eyes. They should, they should close the computer, go out and enjoy the day, soak in some fresh air, and really just think about what you did. And come back and study some more. Don't mm. trade some more. Study some more. 
I think I think I can say I know people make money and like me I had a really bad problem with mindset at first and I would make that money and then I'd be like oh well if I close it like I could potentially make that again and again and again and again <laughs> so I would never turn the charts off and never stop taking trades because I felt like oh now I really know the true meaning of money doesn't sleep so now I'm not gonna sleep I'm gonna be in the charts constantly and that that was my biggest hurdle but knowing when to like shut it down has really helped us lately you know i look at trading like this um like i sound very new to it um and um like you said you said you said what i did this past week a lot of people don't do um in their first you know 10 days or whatever trading right but the one thing you just brought up a good point um and and maybe it's because i i've talked to you a lot or and i also follow uh um Mr. Warren Buffett, who said that when you're trading, no matter if it's Forex or stocks, bonds, whatever it is, when you're trading, you need to be studying more than trading. Exactly. And and one thing that I've done is, you know, and I and I study a little bit different than everybody. My wife always just like <laughs> just like today we went to the buy exhibit, right? And and she was like, Did you did you look at what happened to the foot? Like you paid twenty four dollars for this. You better read these and little I, And I told her exactly what just happened and she just kinda stared at me. He's like, Yeah, he had cancer. I'm like, Oh, okay. And, okay. She, and, and she looks down and she sees that the thing said it had cancer, right? And then she's like, Okay. <laughs> it's like but but then again you guys he was dead, or it was dead, right? The body exhibit is where we get to see a and lot of people. Were all he- they all were he's. That's sexist. There was no. no there was some. There was some females there. Was some females there? there. Yeah, uh, you just you can't tell. Can't really tell. You know, <laughs> the skin is not on them. You know, so. But um, I think it's very important people know that that about what would you say, darling? Like, how much of the time should they be studying versus trading? Uh, let's put it this way. Um, I can, but I choose not to. But the market opens from Sunday evening and closes Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, when the market opens Sunday evening, most of the time, I don't even start trading until Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, and sometimes even Wednesday. Why is that? And that's because I'm studying Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday because I'm actually studying. What I mean by studying is I'm putting in the chart time. I'm watching how things are developing so that the momentum and everything can start settling in into the market so I can see the overall true direction of what's going on. Right. Versus the person, they want to trade, they want to trade, they want to trade, they want to trade. They're going to end up messing up their accounts more than the people that are actually waiting for the correct setup, waiting for the right setup instead of getting greedy. Um, I know in the PIP lab, people have experienced that. I don't call a lot of trades within the PIP lab. A lot of times I wait till Tuesday or Wednesday uh, or Thursday. But when we do catch the move, mm-hmm. people's accounts are doubling, quadrupling uh, based off that one single move. And versus the person that traded Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> they started with 500. Now they're all the way down to 100 by the time they're ready <laughs> they to finally take up. my signal. <laughs> then they. Then they <laughs> Then they then they they fear the over leveraging part. I've yeah. seen that in the in the group because we're in it as well, and people will be like, "It's Monday or Tuesday." And like, um, what's going on? Where's the trades? Where's the yeah. signals? And it's like the market just opened on Sunday, y'all. Yeah. So, so um, you just mentioned how they would take other people trades or take other trades, and then they get 
um, down to their last 100, right? Mm -hmm. So to, to point to put more emphasis on that, um, pretty much, is there a risk in over trading? Hell yeah. Think about it. I mean, you're put you're putting your account at risk. That means you're always in the market. You, that's more riskier than the person that's does it like less. does it like mess with your mind if you're if you're in the market all the time and you're trying to follow this trade or mm -hmm. should a person look for one particular setup and move on one pair versus yeah. five other pairs? Um, a person. I, I feel like a person should be patient. I, I feel like a person should hop and stock that one single or maybe two pairs max right and let price come to you you know don't force anything don't you know don't force price let price come to you and that involves a lot of patience and a lot of times sunday monday tuesday um price isn't going to just shoot up or go exactly where you want it to let it settle in let it you know take its time don't really don't really rush things right know? and and the way you can find about price once again it's through TradeGlobalAcademy.com. <laughs> Plug. Now, let's talk about some of the mistakes that people uh, make. Like, we talked about the risk, but what's what's the one big mistake that you see people making? Uh, like over and over. Over and over again. It's like experienced traders, uh, intermediate traders, advanced. What What is the one mistake you see a lot of traders making? Um, Over leveraging and over trading and thinking that every single thing is a setup oh every single thing is a pattern every single thing no without like that's probably one of the biggest things is like people thinking everything is a setup like and that's a head and shoulders and you're like what if you squint your eyes and you tilt your like, head yeah like, like you're forcing <laughs> it at that point. you know it's kind of funny because we were on you know we were on a webinar and you know i you know, there's certain people that say that they trade just like Darwin, but I can I can honestly say that my prodigy, I'm the prodigy. So oh really? So <laughs> no, but the reason why I'm saying is because you've only learned through Darwin. Like I've only learned yeah, from Darwin Scott. I think well, and I and I haven't. So if I'll be honest, we started with that company and we were marketing it, and I actually like went into the trading side of it, and that company was great because it introduced like he would have never started trading or even looked at trading if it wasn't a network marketing company. I wanted to trade, so I started getting into the, all all the information. And the biggest, one of the biggest pitches that they had is that they had like 70 or like 20 uh, educators in like 100 and something hours a week. And I would watch like all of them and I would just get like, there's so many different styles and you're learning so many different things and I would get confused. So he kind of, Dante had a, a jump start because he's only ever like took Darwin's style of trading versus someone like me that's hopped around and tried all these styles. Oh, I'm going to do this academy now. Oh, I'm going to take this course. Oh, I'm going to take this course. Oh, I've taken five people's courses <laughs> and I'm still demo training on a penny lot. Like, you have to, like, focus on one style because if not, it's kind of like, you know, um, I don't want to say dancing because people do do a lot of different styles of dancing. Like, I grew up as a dancer. I only did hip-hop. So, I excel and hip hop because I was focused on that. But if you're focused on a bunch of different things, right, you might be a little bit too technical to do hip hop. So it's focusing on one style. And luckily, you know, he didn't get corrupted like I did with all so, these different styles. So it's kind of funny because I would I would hear him have I would hear you have conversations with people and 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 
you know, they're convincing themselves they see a, a, a pennant or or a head and shoulders, head and shoulders or a trend line. That's right? definitely about to be. So I'm, what? How, how, I'm let me ask you something. How do you? He's throwing how do you, at me right now. How do you? <laughs> yeah, my wife is definitely one of those people. How do you? Um, what do you say to those people, even though they're reading it wrong? They're reading. What do you say to those people that are reading those type of patterns wrong? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He ignores the message. Uh, like, man, you guys like, and I'm not a, I'm, I'm a cool person. I'm laid back. I'm chill. But you guys don't understand. Like, in the past couple of weeks, um, we've exposed over seventy people. Amanda's been killing it. Actually, she won a gift uh, for the competition that we we're doing. But you a guys, rose have a, gold computer, like dope. Like she, <laughs> she selected it. Uh, she didn't want the iPad, but it was crazy. But. There's so many, I said that to say, there's so many people that ask me questions and questions. So I don't like mean to ignore people, but it's kind of like, uh, are you studying? If you got to question yourself, what do you think? <laughs> this isn't a thinking matter. It's, it's more so what is price doing? Mm-hmm. It's not what is, what do you think price is doing? <laughs> it's what is price doing? So that's what I would, I, I mean, Stop forcing yourself to see. Or, yeah, if you're listening, there. if he's having to listen to all these voices like me, I know sometimes I'll start Googling different pairs and you have all these different voices in your head and almost messes up your mental mind so you can't stay on top of your game when people think that they're helping you by saying, hey, look at this. Hey, check this out. Oh, I think this is going to do that. And, you might not see what they see. Exactly. And I honestly, I'm, I'm home. Nobody can knock me off the path that we're headed on like nobody this group, nobody can knock me away from that. I promise you guys. Like, I'm here for y'all. Like, we're rocking it to the end if y'all are here. And what I mean by that is nobody can throw any pair. They try to throw, like, I know what's going to help this group freaking level up. Trust me. Like, we're going to stick to just one or two pairs so we're not confusing ourselves. We're not going to be jumping our, around at this and looking at that, looking at this, looking at that. That's too much. You're overtrading. You Don't overtrade for the level up. The person that trades less We'll level up more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Yeah, and, and um, the way I, I would say, um, look at trading. Like, if this would you agree with this, Darwin? Like, um, and I know Amanda, you agree with this, but if you were working, and I'm not talking about anybody that works for Walmart or Target or anything like that. But if you were working, you know, um, at a Target per se or a Walmart. Would it make more sense, right? Because you're spending more time. You're spending eight to nine hours at a job, right? Mm-hmm. And you're probably getting paid like eight to ten dollars an hour. Yeah. Would it make more sense for an individual to look at trading like, okay, I'm gonna wake up in the morning and I'm gonna see if I can, you know, I can look at my one pair and see if I can catch any movements or setups. And then catch a few, catch maybe 30 to 40 pips, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe to 100 if they can, some movements you've done. And would you think that they should do that rather than going to a job and wasting their day when they can be looking for setups and possibly making what they would have made standing up in a, in a, yeah, a yeah, job yeah. facility? Yeah, of course, of course. And I'm glad you actually brought that up because... You know, I'm real. Like I said, man, I came from working hard. I came from the country busting my ass. And, right. and um, 
I'm not shy of hard work, but at the same time, that shit breaks you down, man. Right. That stuff that pays a toll on you. And you know, I feel like like the more people are starting to realize that you can make just as much as you would at your job, you can make that in less time from your laptop or your cell phone. Man, <laughs> yeah. why are you going to work? <laughs> and you're consistent with it. Don't quit, but make sure you're consistent with it. Make sure you have enough confidence within yourself. Make sure you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a fucking trader. Like, I really trade. Yeah. Make sure you can do that. Then, why are you wasting your time? Like, I know me personally, when I was still working, I would go to work for 10 hours and it would be about 170 bucks. Right? I was yeah. making like 17, 18. So, about after taxes, everything's taken away. It's probably like 120 when everything's said and done. And I can put in one standard lot and catch 12 pips <laughs> in a couple of minutes and make 120 bucks. It's just it's crazy. It's the, the overall thing is work smart. Don't work hard anymore. Work smart. So, when are you satisfied with a trade? Like, do you have a goal of. Okay, um, because right now you can trade a little bit higher than a, a person starting out, um, or you you should be trading a lot. You know, we know a lot of people that over leverage. But um, what would you say? What is your cutoff when you say I'm satisfied for the day? I'm satisfied for the day trading. Um, I, I say this when I first started off, it was I was I was happy with making fifty bucks a day. That's mm. when I was working as well. I was happy with that because I was happy at the fact that I made that 50 bucks in five minutes. It was more so about the time. So I was satisfied with that. And then as I started evolving, I was I was happy with $200, $300 a day. Right. You know, and I was getting consistent at hitting that a lot, like 300 300 I was real good at doing that. And me, I'm not a... I'm not a greedy person. I don't really care too much about money. My main thing is the freedom. So I would, to answer your question, uh, I know when my daily goals, my alarm goes off. You've seen it. Yeah. At 1 a.m., my alarm goes off, and my daily goal is 1000 to $2,000 a day. How long, the, how, like, that's your goal now. How long does it take a person to, because that's actually my goal as well. So I can kind of answer that question, but like you said, what I've done is kind of almost unrealistic. So for for a realistic person how long do you think it takes to be able to say i'm going to maintain a goal of making one thousand to two thousand dollars a day oh man it's it's more of a it's more of an hour thing it's more of an hour thing you know like in college where you got to have so many hours to graduate yeah it's the same thing with trading you gotta have so many hours in the charts mm -hmm. before you can hit those levels to actually get be consistent enough to do it so there's no real set time on uh, a, a person it, it's really on that person how much time are you putting in to get to that level right and me personally um it takes some people longer than others you know so it's you're, so you're basically saying you know with this skill, you have to be self-sufficient. Exactly. You have to be disciplined enough to know that you're going to put in that work. You have to be disciplined enough to treat this like a business so it pays you like a business. Right. And not just treat it like it's fun. Everybody's trading. Let's trade. Like, everybody looks at this like it's a game. It's no longer a game, guys. Like, treat this like it's a business. So you can get paid that way. I know there's been some people that I've talked to and they say, that, oh, I see you trading. And they say, um, 
you know, like how much can you make a day or how much, what, what should my goal be? And I've, I've suggested, I don't know if this is like technically right, but I just say take your, cause we're all on different paths, right? We made 10 grand in 10 days and we were excited, but we're not probably excited as we should be about it because we have made that before. Like we've made that same amount of money, right? But to someone else, 10 grand is life changing, right? Like we're, we're grateful for 10 grand, but like we need more to be more than what we used to make. But if you're just starting out and you're trying to make a goal, you could take like your job salary and divide that out the days, you know, that you're going to trade and figure out your daily goal, right? If you make $300 a week and you're going to trade, you know, five days a week, you take 300 and divide that by five, you got you know, $60 a day would match your income, which is crazy. So it's a good way to figure out your goal in the beginning, right? If you have a higher price job, maybe you make four grand, you know, a month and you're going to trade 20 days out of the month, then you need to make $200 a day because we're all in different pays. Like we all have different prices of our bills. So it's figuring Mm -hmm. out what your goal is going to be, but then reaching your goal and actually like closing out for the day and being satisfied because if you can double your income, like that's insane if you can make that which is a little bit of time in the charts or studying or a lot of time in the charts and you're doubling your salary like that is life-changing in itself yes it is and yes it's whatever it's whatever satisfies you so if you know you need to make two hundred dollars a day if you are able to trade standard lots that's 20 pips so you need to catch 20 pips a day Mm mm-hmm so what 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 is the one thing that that keeps you driven to say this is going to be what I'm going to do full time? I'm not going to deviate from doing this like like taking a a regular full time job or getting like a office job or something like that. Um, what is it? Is it one of those situations where is that how you feel? It's I mean. Yeah, man, I, I want to say, I don't want to, because I believe it's inside of everybody. I believe everybody has a gift, but, you know, you got to face yourself. And um, I, I know my worth. It's really knowing your worth as a person. Are you really worth the dollar sign? Are you worth this amount per hour? I think, I believe everybody's worth way more. You can't put a, a dollar amount on a human being. <laughs> We're humans. Right. <laughs> if anything, you should just be leveling up by investing the income that you already currently have. I'm not saying don't work a job because you have to. Some people have to work jobs to get out of their situation to save up money to invest into that business. Right. So I don't never knock a job, but if you plan on staying there for the rest of your life, uh, they can cut you off at any time. Mm-hmm. And you know, people want to believe in these. These 401ks and stuff like that, not even realizing that's exactly what we're doing over here. Right. Daily. Daily. <laughs> but they're giving you a small percentage, and we're showing you how to keep the big percentage. And you don't have to. You don't have to wait until you're what is it, sixty five or whatever yeah, you to, to get your money. You like can you can start living now. <laughs> your what? retirement starts now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Globalacademy.com. <laughs> that's the other plug. Um, we're gonna. We have, I have a few more questions, and then um, you know we'll we'll be done on this this uh, podcast. But um, we we'll have to do a part two. We we, we might do a part two if he's <laughs> up to it. 
Um, but what would you say to that person that blows their account? You know, they've been in, they've been doing Forex just as long as you have. And then, you know, let's just say they were on a winning streak for two years. And then all of a sudden, you know, um, they let's trade say, ripple. <laughs> all, all of a sudden they trade, they go and learn from somebody else because they say, you know what, I, I want to broaden my horizon. But then after they go to that different trading person, now they're on a loss. Uh, they're he's, losing. He's talking streak. about kind of like what I went through. I was learning so, from too many different people. What What would you say to someone that starts having a losing streak after they have been so successful? You know, prior to that, like consistent wins now to consistent losses. What What, what does a person have to do to rejuvenate themselves, oneself? And first, first off, they have to stop trading. You have to stop trading, and you have to start studying. You have to back test. You have to go back and see what were what were you doing at that point in time that were making that was making you so consistent. What are you doing now that's making you lose? You have to back test almost. Um, go into your losses and look at like look at the setup. Break the setup down from time frame from the high time frame to the low time frame and really break that thing down and see where you messed up. That's the first thing. Whenever you take an L, whenever you take a lesson, it's not a loss. It's a lesson. Whenever you take that lesson, you need to understand why you took that lesson. Like a kid getting in trouble Look with their parents. Look at him with the Jay-Z verse. No, for real. Like a, a kid getting in trouble with their parents, they're going to get that butt whooping. But the parents are going to probably yell at them like, next time you bet not be doing this. And that's the same thing. You have to learn from it. Well, you think your Forex trading career will be um, five years from now? Oh, man. Oh, man, bro. Man, <laughs> oh man, like so, so big. I can't even, uh, not even just talking about it money wise, but far as like the whole impact deal and, and, and seeing how many people we can actually reach. Because this is just two and a half, three weeks in, and we've already touched 70 people. Right. You know, and, and a lot of people might be like, that's not a lot, but imagine that from five years from now. <laughs> right. That can be easily 10,000 people. That can be easily 20,000 people with the way technology is going. 40,000 people. And, and I just see it, man, the career-wise. And uh, like like you said, it's a growing thing. Right. You'll never, ever, ever truly master. You can master it enough to where you can earn income. But you'll always be learning because the market is forever changing. Yeah, and I hate, <laughs> I hate those people... I, I hate is a strong word. So I'm not gonna <laughs> say hate, but I dislike people very much when they say, "Well, I know how to trade." You one one really now. I'm not talking about marketers, right? Because we want to separate the marketers. They don't know how to trade. But. Which which he used to be a marketer. So and I it's feel like he it's too me and him get into we don't we don't get into it anymore. <laughs> but when he was trying to push uh, the whole marketing thing, I was telling him like, dude. Marketers and traders is two different completely yes. things. Like the mindsets are different. The freedom of just being a trader. So you're not necessarily yeah. forcing anybody to do do anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you're totally free. You totally free to do what you want to do. And but real quick, I'm going to just go ahead. You know, my wife is always right. 
because we are going we to we are going to have a part two we're gonna pick this thing up um uh pick this thing up here real soon maybe tomorrow right and because honestly you guys i can sit here and interview this gentleman forever because as as i was looking at our time um because most podcasts are anywhere from 30 to to an hour long 30 minutes to an hour long um, I was like, man, I got so much more to ask based on what I've seen and what people probably want to know. So let's pick back up. Would um, you be interested in doing hell no. a part two? Hell no. So, so ladies and gentlemen, hey, you know what? We're going to pick back up uh, tomorrow. I want to thank you guys for uh, joining uh, Life of Bye. Life by the Woods, Jesus. aka Destined for Wealth. And uh, we're going to be talking more to Mr. Darwin Scott, the official owner of Trade Global. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace.